news gang. Um, again, I lost her notes, so she's going to have to be looking off of my notes. The dog ate my homework. <laughs> so that means you're going to see all my clever little comments to myself. All my so, funny ideas. Fuck you, Microsoft Word. <laughs> Ooh, um, a strong stance. I'm guessing we got some computer whizzes out there who love the show. Can't mm-hmm. get enough of Yeah, it. some real tech heads. So, listen guys. <laughs> Welcome to my computer problems podcast. <laughs> it's kind of like that old show, Car Talk. Right. <laughs> car Talk. <laughs> Are you a car? <laughs> Are you a car? <laughs> This is click and clack, and our lawyers have funny names. <laughs> uh, my computer, this is the second time now in about a month that it has frozen up. And I know what you're saying, Anna, save your work. I should. I should save my work. But it freezes up. I've forgotten to save my work. And then it used to be that my computer would pop up like... Do you want to recover mm-hmm. these documents? Clippy would come up and be like, looks like you lost your old documents. Well, he really would. Yeah. He would. Uh-huh. And now, it's just nothing. Where's Clippy when you need him? He's always popping up when he's not helpful. Looks like you're writing a letter. <laughs> I know how to write a letter, Clippy. Thank well, you. I, but, uh... yeah, maybe you could save Anna's documents for Clippy. I feel like the document should autosave every hour or something. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. I feel like they advertised that they do that, well, and they took it away. It appears that what's happening is that it is auto-saving, and we just can't find it. So, <laughs> listeners, computer whizzes, if you're out there, help us find it. Hack into Anna's hard drive and find the notes for this episode that we'll no longer need. Though there were also some good poems in there that you lost as well. Mm-hmm. So... Um, okay, well, let's get into this. We're in uh, Jason's seventh episode. So the long story, sh- the sh- the long story, kind of short to that is, yeah, I don't have notes, guys. I'm flying. By <laughs> You're gonna have to pants. work Why from my terrible my notes. I'm looking again? at my thing. Get out of here. I'm. I, I want to see what's on my notes on <laughs> your computer. I want to see what Katie says about recital. Can I gesture wildly at your computer again and cause a big fight? I'll try not to. Maybe. Um, okay, well, while you're pulling those bad boys up, uh, let me do a couple of shout-outs. We got two... I'm not going to pull your notes up unless I think that I need Oh, them. interesting. Okay, let's see how you do. I feel good about this. Let's see how you do. Uh, no open note test. Oh, yeah, all from memory. What is that? This uh, Target seltzer is horrible. <laughs> yeah, since uh, Claw didn't want to sponsor us, we've been trying to hit up some I other really uh, knockoff claws on the claw pod. where it hurt and support this <laughs> other... This Wild Basin Boozy Sparkling Water Lemon Agave Hibiscus. Mm. Uh, it's, uh, it's something. It's the Oscar Blues people. They make pretty good beers. Yeah, well. But uh, not so much on their seltzers. Well, yeah, that's why Claude didn't want our sponsorship or want a sponsor. He's like, yeah, we don't need you. Everybody knows our product is great. Everybody loves it. We're part of the cultural lexicon. We don't and need you. And what about... That underwear company. They just never wrote us back. Man. That's the last time I wear me undies. Me undies. I do not unless, wear me undies. Unless you sponsor us and then we'll wear me undies gladly. all the time then and they will, will be gladly. incredibly yeah. comfortable. Um, all right, shout outs. 
Uh, two new reviews. One is, so this plot thickens. We've been getting those reviews from someone named Fraudsite. <laughs> now that person claims that their name is Marsha. Yeah, right, Marsha. Which I think is just this fraud site is getting more and more sophisticated. It's a Russian bot that's learned, it's becoming self-aware. I'm Marsha. I'm here to steal your credit card information. It is Putin. <laughs> Riding shirtless on a horse, leaving reviews for our podcast. He listens to it as he rides through the fields of Russia. In Russia, fraud site review. <laughs> but thank you for the review, Marsha. I only um, have lipstick to eat. <laughs> and then uh, Doggos made me smile and gave a new positive review of our oh, back yeah. catalog, which is a good reminder, gang. We've got seasons upon seasons out there Doggos for you made to me enjoy. Smile. Not Jared Nixon. Checking <laughs> the last name on the pod. Uh, now Jared's going to get cyber stalked by Marsha. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to get his identity stolen. Uh, um, and then uh, I was going to shout out our listeners in New Zealand, but guess what? We don't have any. We have four listeners in Iran, thank you very much, but no listeners in New Zealand. So a shout out to our one listener in Red Lion, Pennsylvania instead. What the hell? <laughs> Bloody hell! It really hurts my feelings. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. That's a good New Zealand accent. And you got to get it's a little different from Australian. Um, well, speaking of New Zealand, that is a place where Jason has wanted to go <laughs> for the last speaking 10 years. Speaking of New years. Zealand, that is a place. <laughs> it's a country, gang. Um, Man, it's going to be hard not to look at. All right, here we go. Okay, let's see how you do. This is just off the cuff. You're going to remember everything that happened. I feel like I should have. Watch the show a little bit a little more, more carefully. Closely. We start off with Jillian. Um, Correct. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was gonna hit. With... Oh, okay. Some of us have uh, more a little more detail to hit at. Um, Jason says New Zealand's a place he's wanted to go for the last ten years. Yeah, we all saw Lord of the Rings, Jason. We all thought it was pretty. We've all wanted to go there for the last ten years. You're not special, Jason. I saw that. All right, joke there's in my rant. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You're gonna see all my jokes. It's gonna be a real peek <laughs> behind the curtain at my beautiful Dude, mind. Really see how the sausage gets made. <laughs> you don't want to know. You don't want to see that. You these brilliant jokes just don't fly off the top of my head. These are all right? well crafted. You're like Joan Rivers in that documentary. Keeping a keeping a um, file box full of jokes with a special. File folder with the category Tony Danza. It's Danza, comma Tony. Yeah, I was talking about that the other day, actually. Uh, amazing. Yeah, incredible. Because that was like where one row of file cabinets ended was D in the D's. Danza, comma Tony. I wish I had a whole file of Tony Danza jokes. Angela. <laughs> I can only be called Tony in my roles because it's the only name I respond to. I'm going to be a Tony. Teacher. <laughs> These kids need some tough love. <laughs> Who's the boss of these kids? <laughs> it's me. Never mind, it's Jonathan. <laughs> it's not Jonathan. It's Mona. No, it's... Judas Angela. Light. Yeah. Then Mona. Then... What was the name um, of the daughter? Then, uh, what's her name? Um, this is going to be a fun listen. you can say it the same way. Uh, God, what's your what, name? What, it's a palindrome? <laughs> it's no. the same forwards and backwards? Like Angela, Mona. Oh, 
I don't remember. What's the actress's name? Alyssa Milano. That's it. Yeah. What is her name in that show? I feel like we need to come. No, don't. Okay. All right. Well, it just won't know. I can cut some airtime, but I do make a note. I want to see how long it takes to come up with this. 10 listeners are screaming at their devices right now the name of this uh, person. Okay. So what is it? Uh, Samantha. Samantha. (laughs) Boom. That wasn't that long. You know how like. One of the, well, you might not know this, like when you get, when you um, read fiction craft books, especially for novels, they're like, don't name all your characters similar sounding names because the reader will confuse them. Uh huh. I feel like somebody needed to tell that to the who's the boss The who's the boss writers. writers. That's good advice though. Here's a question. Are there names that you can't shout in that Tony Danza voice? Yeah, Jonathan. That doesn't work. I mean, it still kind of works. Because you gotta get that hard... Angela. Oh, you gotta get the A. You gotta get the A's in there. Yeah, it's like more of a vowel. Jillian. (laughs) Melissa. (laughs) Molly. (laughs) Tony Danza as the bachelor. You know why Joan Rivers hates Tony Danza? Why? Because he can't say her name like that. Joan. Joan. Maybe if it was Joni. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Okay, so uh, the this is our overnight dates episode, by the way. Um, well, you know, it was really, I guess, I don't want to say unsexy, because there was a lot of, like, all the, the fantasy suite oh, dates. it was unsexy. Well, no, all the fantasy suite dates ended with a scene that looked like the first two minutes of, like, a Cinemax softcore. Yes. But it didn't go any further than that. It was uh, very PG. Yeah, and they didn't do the morning after scene, which has become ubiquitous in Bachelor World. That's exactly what I'm getting at. So contrast this season with that season where they, like, show Raven's euphoria and Nick making her orgasm, like, the next day. Mm-hmm. And, like, how, like, unsexual this. Like, it's all sort of vaguely danced around. Well, even when it's not good. Like, they showed the morning after between Andy and uh, Juan Pablo. And it was like, I mean, that was the end of that. Yeah, well, and they, um, they had a few euphemisms. In here, so Molly was like, I think it was Molly, or no, it was Jillian who was like, "I can you handle all this heat all night long?" Yeah, but that's about as sexy Your as it gets. Yeah, my hair is really irritating, and this is it's as long as like it's ever my, been. Yeah, like it's uh, it's a lot. It is a lot of hair. Well, I can't go get a haircut. It's a high risk. You thing. can go get a haircut. It's it's You've a high risk. Everywhere. No, I haven't been going. It's an indoors high risk thing. It's like no. an eight on that little chart. Of this, the risky you've things. You've been going to the store. You've With been a mask going on. to the fucking community pool. But staying away from everybody no, out you, of doors. Oh, oh, yeah. I carry a tape measure around that fucking pool. <laughs> you can get a hair. <laughs> Nobody's getting within it six works. feet of me. Pull it back. It's pulled back now, listener. Yes, it is. Don't it's worry. Just, it's more aesthetically it's a, pleasing. It's a good length for pulling back. I, exa- yeah. It's a great length for pulling back. Yeah. I don't need it. It's like a, you look like fucking, like, Daria. Or <laughs> you look like, um, what, who's the daughter on Roseanne? Uh, not Becky. Not Becky. But, uh, <laughs> damn it again. <laughs> Same problem, Darlene. 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 <laughs> Darlene. <laughs> when they did that, who's the boss, Roseanne crossover. <laughs> 
There is no public clamor for a Who's the Boss reboot at you all. You really do just look like Darlene, though. Just to put it yeah, out there. Yeah, sure. Yeah, why not? Like well, Sarah Gilbert very... is a very talented actress. I, I know. I don't yeah, know. Well, I don't mind being compared to Sarah Gilbert. The voice. The, v, the, 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 the talk. Voice. The, t- the chew. <laughs> what's the. What's it's the like the knockoff the view. The view. Oh, she's on The View? I thought she was on, like, The Chew or The Talk or whatever. That was one of them. She's not on The Chew. That's a cooking show. (laughs) But they all yak, don't they? It's it's a real yak yak fest, isn't it? Okay, maybe she's on The Talk. I don't know. All right, so anyways, um, where are we? Jillian and Jason are going on a date. Also, I'm pretty sure that the grandmother, didn't Mona die? In real life? Yeah. No, Or am I thinking of Doris? We saw her in something recently. She was in, um, what was she in? Oh, maybe I'm thinking of the old Raymond reruns that we watched. Well, that, yeah. I swear she was in something, not uh, the Mindy Project, but. And Judith Light is like killing it. Oh, Judith Light is like, she's getting that lifetime money. Um, What's her name? Who, the, the grandmother? Yeah. Mona? Catherine Hellman? Okay, I my guess is still alive. You are... Oh, no, oh, shit. She died in 2019. Oh, man, fuck. She just died. <laughs> and we didn't even acknowledge it on the pod. Uh, well, mm. Why would we acknowledge Mona's death on the pod? Because it's a cultural icon that's been passing. We should start referencing these February a little bit more. February 23rd, 2019. Fuck Damn. me. Where were we? Well, it's 2020. That was I a know. year ago. I know, but still, you think I would remember that. No, I did remember that. That's why I said that she was dead. No, I was, and, no she's no, alive. No, we just saw her. Well, actually, yeah, exactly. we just saw her in that Raymond rerun from 2001. <laughs> Still alive. Still alive. My brain told me that she's still alive. See, this is without notes, we're going to be even more freewheeling. How about this? One usual. of her cool facts under IMDb uh-huh. trivia is that she wore a red bikini on Who's the Boss when she was 60 years old. That's, That's crazy. I bet you masturbated to that. Yeah, if you show it to me, um, I'll do it later. Yeah, Mona red plus red bikini. I'm gonna put that in my bookmarks. <laughs> uh, who? Oh, Moana bikini. Oh no, we don't want that. Mo- Who's the boss? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. we don't want Moana. It auto-corrected. <laughs> Whoa, oh, there it is. God damn. God damn. I'm she about looks to good. Yeah, you're about to masturbate. Look at her. She She's really looking good. great. Look Google. At Tony. Tony can't get enough. Google. God damn. Mona was fine. <laughs> and uh, listeners, y'all can see it too. <laughs> Uh, spoiler alert, it's worth it. Yeah, Tony is, uh, having a hard time processing it, though. He's wearing a shirt that I'm pretty sure I have. Yeah. Still to this day. Yeah. I dress kind of in the height of 80s and 90s fashion. All right. Okay. Should we get into Jill? Yeah, Jill. So, um, Jason and Jill, Jill, soar to new heights by riding in a helicopter over the course of the Bachelor series. How many... Airborne love puns have they made, do you think? Well... Like, the nearest dozen. Can maybe. I make a broad comment? Sure. Uh, this season is losing its steam. I feel like it's a little bit like Listen to Your Heart, where uh-huh. I was... It was kind of fun in the beginning to see the ways that like the show has changed and evolved and in some ways devolved. Um, 
and I enjoyed it. Oh my good God, I'm ready for it to be over. Yeah, which is funny because we're only seven episodes in. Like, this is a short season, Somebody it feels like. Somebody needs to end it. Yeah, somebody needs to take this somebody dog out back to, and shoot yeah, it. Yeah, take Jason <laughs> and pull it out of its misery. Uh, it was just, all, it was like 20 minutes of just recap of shit yes. we've already seen. And then the rest of it was just them being couples, but like, Speaking in euphemisms or making yeah. like obnoxious, super obvious metaphors about why flying in a helicopter is like falling in love. And so is jumping off of a bridge and right. bungee jumping. And we're literally standing on a cliff, but we're also literally standing on a cliff in our relationship. And somehow riding around in... Uh, Kissinger's boat is <laughs> Winston, Winston Churchill. Yeah, I knew it was one of them. Right, the height of the episode's yeah. drama was Winston That's Churchill's just like boat. Falling in love. <laughs> I'm just sick of it. No, I am. Um, I agree. That, so you're right. There was like literally like ten stale. minutes. Yeah, it's stale. There was ten and, minutes of well, recap. Let me you, maybe it's stale because we know the result. You know, sure, like, sure. And maybe it's stale because it's from 11 years ago. This isn't really a show that weathers that well, But I even, think. like, well, no, it doesn't. And I feel like some of the changes that they've made that we were saying were, like, refreshing at the beginning of the season when we were like, this is, like, there's no drama. The women are always... <laughs> They're just getting along. Like the biggest drama was that lacrosse coach saying that someone should go home. Uh -huh. And now I'm missing it a little bit. Right. Well, that's the thing. Like there's no drama. Oh, wait, there's right. no like, drama. Well, what the fuck yeah. are we watching? Then? I yeah, feel like the most mind. dramatic moment in this whole show that we watched last night was Molly saying, Aren't you worried that you're going to choose the wrong person and regret that choice? Right. And that's only interesting because we know that that's what well, exactly. he does. Exactly. No, of yeah. course. Yeah. yeah. So, and I have a, a similar question for you. Do you think part of the lack of enjoyment of watching this comes from not being able, like, not feeling like it's part of a conversation that you're in with, like, Bachelor Nate? You know, like... You can't yeah. talk about it with your friends. Like, what's going to happen? Yeah. I hate this um, person. There's no water cooler talk. Right. Yeah. And we are all about water cooler talk, yeah. guys. I haven't been into the office in four months, people, but I love me some water cooler people talk. People in the English department <laughs> who we love, we love all of them. We love all of our colleagues. Yep. And they love to talk about The Bachelor. It's just a <laughs> professional match made in heaven. Yeah, and we love gathering around the water cooler. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just because we're all so friendly with each mm -hmm. other. Yeah. Well, and, and most of our water cooler talk is like, did you see what happened in Jane Eyre last night? <laughs> it was so exciting. Okay. Um, so, yeah, they ride in a helicopter to a um, rock, a ledge, where they are literally overlooking all of New Zealand. Literally the entirety of New Zealand. And there's no one around for miles. I mean, not the cameraman or the helicopter pilot or anything. It's just them. Mm -hmm. And the two of them and nobody else. Molly says that too during their fantasy suite date. By the time they get back and they're like in the bathtub together. Right. And she's like, I'm just really glad that we could have this alone time. Yeah, with just a cameraman and staring at me in cameraman. my bikini. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he loves it like he loved Mona in While her bikini. Drain awkwardly makes like fart <laughs> noises. Yeah, we sat through like 10 minutes of preview because I'm like, there's going to be a cut scene at the end. And then it was a drain making weird noises, which really sums up this whole season. Um, okay. 
So yeah, Jillian says that she has never connected in, with anyone in her life the way she's connected with Jason. I mean, that's not right, is it? <laughs> that can't be true. Um, I mean, you know, I feel like if you had never been in love. I guess that's true, but it just seems like nobody. I, I don't know. I mean, that just seems like a strange thing to say about someone you met on TV. But what do I know? Nothing. Nothing. Not a thing. Yeah. All right, so they go to a hotel. Jillian describes it as out of control. And then, yeah, they just have this really banal conversation. Blah, blah, blah. Every time I see you, it's butterflies. I mean, there's... So, I mean, from what I can recall, and I was going to give in and look at these notes, but, man, I don't want to. Yeah, do it. From what I can recall, Jason's main complaint is that Jillian is his best friend. Uh And in fact, she says, I am looking to marry my best friend. That's what my grandparents have. Mm -hmm. They travel around and play card games together. Sounds a lot like us. Mm -hmm. Um, And that, so she's like, that's what I want. And I feel like I could have that with Jason. Jason, in turn, privately to the cameras, says that he's worried that they have that best friend element, but that they don't have the passion. Right. Well, he doesn't want to marry his best friend because his best friend is Ty. Jason's so. ready to boom. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Jason wants uh, to fuck, which I presume is what happened. I mean, they don't say, but I mean, do you think they did it? Jillian and Jason? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I mean, they really made it seem like that's what yeah. was going to happen. she's like, so. I hope he's ready to go, oh, not long. <laughs> <laughs> but I hope he's ready to put his fishing rod in my ice hole. <laughs> I hope he's ready to... Uh... Mounty me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's another... Where's your Canadian? I don't know. What's yeah. another Canadian? He's going to tap my maple leaf. These are pretty good, huh? Pretty good uh, Canada puns. I hope he's ready to uh, Montreal. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he's not like Dave Coulier and won't cut it out. <laughs> um, I hope he's ready to give me the Justin Trudeau. <laughs> <laughs> there it was. Yeah, that's the joke she's going to make in 2009, uh, but I like it. Something about Meghan Markle. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so they uh, get in the hot tub, and it gets hot and heavy and steamy. I've got Spanish guitar and candles montage as they make out in a hot tub is like a Cinemax movie. And uh, Jillian says there's something to be said for when you're in bathing suits and you're in water, and it's dark and you're holding each other. It's hot. I'm pretty sure that's from one of our listener Katie's erotic novels that she got at the <laughs> library. Captured by the TV. <laughs> Ye shall start by sucking me cock. <laughs> so, uh, that's a literary Direct porn. Yep, from a uh, night porn. Um, yeah, okay. K N I T H or H. What? God damn it! <laughs> Whatever. What is happening? I can't remember how to spell things. Uh, yeah. So they. Jason says that he's seeing a side of her that he hadn't seen before. It was steamy in there because of us. So, yeah, it seemed like he felt like sexually this hot tub is where they turned a corner. Though later he seems to dump her ass. Uh, Yeah, I would disagree based on who gets to stay and who gets cut. Yes. Yes. I, uh, deep cut theory. Okay. 
I feel like actually maybe Jillian was too much for him to handle. Yeah. Well, well, that's part of what she gets at in a non-sexual way was because he's like, you need someone that can handle your crazy lifestyle. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but maybe she is a real demon in the sack. He just can't deal with it. I mean, Ed couldn't even get it up in that. Oh, she was too much to handle. Yeah, Yeah. it was too much pressure. (laughs) Yeah, all right. So uh, she chose him anyway. It's going out on a limb. Yeah, that's, uh, well, not literally because, you know, (laughs) (laughs) that barely made sense. So thank you for laughing. I don't have my notes. Yeah, so what do you, you just have to laugh at whatever comes your way. Yeah, your better (laughs) jokes were lost to the computer. (laughs) That's why we'll really see what happens when my jokes or my written jokes (laughs) are the ones that have to carry this podcast. That's really going out on a limb. Not really. (laughs) Uh... Okay. Okay, yeah, to Molly. Yeah. Yeah, Let's do it. To Molly, who, uh, if I recall, was like, I'm I'm so glad that you had fun with my family. They didn't freak you out too much. (laughs) (laughs) I thought for sure you'd see my mom's wacky hats and just (laughs) cut it. (laughs) Well, getting back, so Jillian did a gag where she had a long list of questions. Didn't her mom do the exact same gag? Or was that Molly's You're mom? Molly. Okay. Molly no, I know. had a long list Mo- of questions. Oh, right. Molly had the long list of questions. Didn't the mo- her mom did that gag last week? Or Jillian's mom I did that remember. gag? Okay. Because I, I just thought it I would be funny if it was like a family gag Molly was that they the one do. who did it this week. Right. Okay. You're right, right, right. mother did it. Yeah. If you had my notes in front of you, you would see that I have written, Molly and Jillian are attractive, but not unrealistically so. So that's my observation about this season. Really? Yeah. Well, no, but I mean, like, I feel like they've gone... They're like a seven. No, they're not a seven, but I feel like some of the women they cast now, like, if you saw them on the bus, you would be like, what the fuck? And, like... If you saw them on the bus... Or, like, just out in public. What are you talking public, about? I, like, I feel like they've cast, like, when Instagram models. When was the last time you models. rode a bus, Ryan? Well, that's why I would be so surprised. <laughs> If I, I saw them on the bus. I would have been riding this bus the whole time if I knew there were a bunch of dimes on here. <laughs> yeah. Um, I So, I mean, it's the same vein. I actually think that um, I was noticing that in this episode. I actually think that they're all quite pretty. Um, I don't, who do you think is the prettiest? I think, like, conventionally that Melissa is the prettiest. Well, big surprise there. But boobs. Like, <laughs> what was that? Well, no, she had her boobs reduced. I'm not even noticing that. I've you never know? even heard of someone having a breast reduction. <laughs> Why would someone do that? Cool, Jason. Huh? Um, um, I think Molly. Yeah, I think that. I mean, they're all pretty. I feel like Molly has like a more unique look. That's that's prettier. Yeah, I feel like that's more striking. Well, I feel like Jillian is most like my type like of the three women so i feel like that influences things well, as well i didn't well. ask you who was most But i feel type. like that that plays into it personality all plays like into brunettes. it No like personality wise i don't think that she's super my type but i think of the three women if they were oh like Oh my god you would be so scared of Jillian and you would never date her 
Why would I be scared of her? Because same reason that Jason is. What? Because she's she's, a she's too in much. <laughs> she's a demon in bed. I'd be totally overwhelmed. Yeah. I feel like you would have a big crush on her, but you wouldn't do anything. About well, that's her. true. I mean, that would be true of all of these women. What am I going to date any of these women? <laughs> oh, oh, really? What? What does it say about me that you would date me? Well, I that I'm extremely uh, yeah. lucky. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. That I'm incredibly lucky. I, uh, uh, it's like. It's like uh, the Tyler C thing. Like, really? you would have a You're crush. You're comparing Melissa to Tyler no, C. No, I'm just saying, like. I would date Tyler C. Yeah. <laughs> Slide into my DMs. I mean, anyway, well, I was just trying. I was just trying to say. I feel like the type of person they, the look of the type of person they picked. Has, I feel like they're, for lack of a better term, like girl next door. I was gonna more say one thing that Instagram I noticed model. in this. Uh, episode especially is just like they don't even dress up for the final rose ceremony. Like you right. see, Jillian was wearing like a sundress. Yeah, right. And, They're not and wearing Molly like did gowns. have on like a cocktail dress, but it was just this like kind of short little black dress. Right. And then um, Melissa had on some weird like bejeweled, <laughs> like it looked like that dress from Zulily that I ordered for our 80s PTA party that I could not have worn because it was made to fit like a nine year old. But uh, Molly or Melissa looked like she was about to go on one of my favorite 80s movies, Dance Till Dawn. Yeah, we watched that together. We did? Yeah. I didn't remember we that. sure did. What, Sarah we Jessica Parker movie. is in it? Yeah. No, that is um, Girls Just Want to Have Fun. Who's in Dance Till Dawn? Fucking everyone. Yeah, you that's right. Know, yeah, I do want to know Sarah who's in Dance Till Dawn. Well, then not everyone. Everyone minus Sarah Jessica Parker, then. Because <laughs> um, he's on. in it. I can tell you okay. off the top well, of my head. I will. Okay, you look this up All real right, quick. Are you ready? Yeah, okay. I'm not looking. Okay. There it is. I'm going to click on it. That's okay. I have it. Christina Applegate. Okay. Uh, Chandler Bing. Okay. Um. That's everybody. Alan Thicke. Alan Thicke. Oh, man. If the Thicke's in it. Yeah. Alyssa Milano. There you go. Samantha. <laughs> um, crap. There's, okay, wait, she's got to no, look. I got to look. But but come on. That's that was good. good. That was Tempest very good. Tempest Bledsoe. That's right. Okay. Um, Tracy Gold. Kelsey, Kelsey Grammer. Kelsey Grammer. Yep. Uh, I mean, it's like a who's who. De Niro. Of, yeah. <laughs> Joe <Jack> Pesci. <laughs> Are you going to the prom? Meryl Streep. <laughs> uh, what I was going to say about the dress thing is I didn't notice what they were wearing because I was too busy trying to figure out if that was a green screen or not. It looked it wasn't very a green much screen. like they had green screened we're those women. We're going to insert a clip from Dance Till Dawn here. Wait a minute here. Hold on for a second. I know this place outside of town. I am sure none of your friends would go there. It better be way outside of town. Where is it? Another planet. You know who else danced till dawn? Molly and Jason. Uh, guys, I'm here to give you a hot tip. The entirety of Dance Till Dawn is available on YouTube. <laughs> you don't even have to own it on DVD, but you could. We do. Two hours and six minutes. Do yourself a favor. <laughs> check it out. Don't turn off our podcast, but the minute you're done with this podcast, go Watch put it. that on Tell YouTube. Tell me how much you love it. Don't you want the creators and producers and writers to get some money for their work, though? Nope, I don't care. Okay. All right, so uh, Molly and Jason are going to bungee jump. You know what bungee jumping is kind of like? What? Falling in love. It's almost exactly like it. It's, you know, it's like you're taking this huge leap of faith. 
with somebody. You know what I was shocked to hear from Molly? What? Did you know that her uh, family's opinion of who she's dating means <laughs> a lot to her? We I get it, Molly. Yeah, I hadn't heard about that. Oh, I wait, Molly, did you did you one time have a boyfriend that your dad didn't like? That is brand new information! She must talk about that all the time, but also, like, you know the producers are like, well, shit, we don't have anything, so tell us the thing about your family again. I guess. Yeah, I mean, because what else are they going to talk about? Can I talk about my mom's crazy hat? <laughs> the hat box. Let's talk about golf. <laughs> about our my dad and I's matching sweaters. Like that just turned into Julianne Moore's yeah. like, 30 Rock yep. Boston 30 Rock accent, accent. absolutely. Jack. <laughs> Go Pats. Jack Donaghy. That terrible Boston accent. Oh. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, so they bungee jump... Molly says, I just signed a piece of paper that said, you can't sue us if you die. Well, yeah, you'd be dead, Molly. Her I mean, family literally. could sue? No, it's the paper says, you can't sue us if you die. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, boy. I'm taking her words literally for a joke. It's all spelled out in my notes I if you it. want to take a look. Well, yeah, yeah you'd be dead. <laughs> There's my joke. Yep. See, I, I get the whole phrasing in there. Everything is so artfully crafted. All right, so... Um, I had some good jokes in my notes. I'm sure you did. I wish... I had a pony. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that we could hear those. Oh, me too. Um, yeah, so it's pretty clear that Jason is more freaked out by the bungee jumping than Molly is. Yes. Uh, I didn't like Jason in this episode. Okay. Tell I me about like it. I felt like he was being lame about the bungee jumping, and then he was like, it was really clear that Molly was freaking out. <laughs> And then I feel he has this kind of like aggressive way of questioning the women. Okay. That I I just don't like. Can do you remember an example? Yes, I do. Okay. When he asked Molly what her favorite place in the world, or he was like, um, she asked him what his favorite mm-hmm. place in the world was, and he was like, my houseboat. He didn't say that. But <laughs> Which he gave he may his or may answer, not and then yeah. she said, my favorite place is New Zealand right now. And then later on that date, like later in the night, he's like, so earlier, you said that New Zealand is your favorite place in the world. Do you really mean that? <laughs> he just said, I'm not like, he just has a way of phrasing things uh-huh. where he feel, it felt a little like dismissive or like, that's stupid. Right, and I think, I imagine what he was trying to get at was like, um, what? Oh, okay. oh, the computer is touching the flowers. We have a beautiful flower it's arrangement. It's a nice bouquet for I wish, yeah, I wish, gang, that you could see it because it's lovely. Um, but yeah, I imagine what he was getting at was like, how did you come up with that so quickly? But he just, he did sound like an asshole. He sounded, and he did, man, this is where I need my notes because he did something similar with Melissa and I don't know what it was. But I do remember thinking, because I said something to you. I was like, I feel like Jason's being a little bit of yeah, a dick. Yeah, we might when get to that it? in my notes. It might okay. come around. I'm sure I wrote that down. Do you have notes down. that say Anna thinks Jason is a dick? Maybe. We'll get. We'll see what happens. What I do have in my notes were that if Jason's house was <laughs> Ryan, on fire. You're an asshole. What? I just scrolled down in his notes and it says, Melissa is the least smart <laughs> of these women. <laughs> that was just a general observation. But the most attractive. <laughs> it is true. She is the least one. And I didn't say that she was stupid. Mm-hmm. I it's the like she it, it I wasn't even going to bring that up. These are some of these notes aren't meant for the public. <laughs> 
Uh, what I was going to say before you got to that was that if Jason's house were on fire, the one thing he would grab is his old school Air Jordan sneakers. Sorry, Ty. Gotta be the shoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ty, none of your my, shit or photos. Be my Air Force Ones. <laughs> Um, all right, so Jason says that his biggest worry about tonight is that Molly's just going to curl up and shy away from everything. Why did he feel that well, way? Well, because Molly has a wall up, which they've talked. I think he, it was phrased weird, because I don't see her as being the type to curl up and shy away. I do see her putting a little bit of a wall. Sure, that's right. Well, it's like her parents who sit on opposite ends of the couch. Is that going to be us? We're going to be sitting on opposite ends of the couch because I don't want that. Because well, I want to be wearing our crazy hats right next to each other. I'm a grade A snuggler. <laughs> I want to curl up and be in the situation, not curl up and avoid everything. He's like, then I noticed the same thing with your sister and her husband. Right. And he's like, I'm very observant. I notice everything. Uh, I have a photographic <laughs> memory. Text from my friend Christy asking if I ever watch Fuller House. No, I do not, but <laughs> our daughter does. Yeah, they just had the series finale. Went to visit Aunt Becky in jail. Um, Wait, I had something. Oh, yeah, you know what? Fuck you, Jason. Not everybody likes to snuggle and touch. <laughs> And everybody's all over each other Some all the time. Some of us are a little bit grossed mm-hmm. out by human touch, okay? <laughs> it's not a big by deal. the feel of skin on skin. I feel like I needed... I would do well to live in, like, a cold New England family. Yeah, where no one would touch you or show like, you a lot of physical affection. Yeah, yeah. like... Puritan, mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah. Oh, you'd be great in Puritan times. I think I would. I'm very judgmental. <laughs> but you're too foul-mouthed and independent to be but a Puritan. But I think that's what it would be, is like I would be the the village. Well. You would be the one that they would cast I would out. See, no, I wouldn't. But it would. I would be like controlling all of that. You'd, you'd be suppressing it, which is what the Puritans do. But, but. Behind the scenes, I would be having like a Satan goat. Or yeah, right. Well, that's what I was going like to say. You would sex. be, you would be a witch. Well, then if you're having the dirty sex, then that gets away from the whole touching thing. No, because it's like, wham, bam, you're done. Right. Yeah. Thank you. Like... <laughs> Thank you, sire. <laughs> wham, bam. Thank you, Mister Criminal. <laughs> You may wear your scarlet A. <laughs> Put back your britches. I think this is one of those novels What's that the Katie name reads. Of the guy in the cruci- and not in the crucible in the scarlet letter. Yeah, Chillingsworth. The, yes, I would be Mrs. Chillingsworth. <laughs> but you would also be uh, nasty. Chillingsworth is the one who's the real uh, hypocrite, right? The judgmental. Well, he's fucking. Hester Prynne. Oh, he's the one that... I, it's been a right? long time since I've read it. I think Chillingsworth is the judgmental one. Who's she having sex Let's, with? Now we're going to have to Google it. Let's go. We haven't put Summer Place Fuck in notes. in a while. So Hester is boinking Reverend Arthur Dimsdale. And Roger Chillingworth is her uh, former husband who returns for revenge. 
So he's the real evil character. And as the spark notes here, whatever this is, says, he is uh, both physically and psychologically monstrous. Like me. Yeah. So you'd fit right in. So I, I do not think that you would do well in Puritan times, though I'm interested in your case here. I still think that you're too... Uh, Independent. I'm saying I, in a very... Damn, Nathaniel Hawthorne was a snack. <laughs> <laughs> That's the title of this episode, by the way. <laughs> uh, look, look at that mustache. Uh, Goddamn, you is... take that for a mustache <laughs> ride. <Right. laughs> this guy's riding you... my wheel out. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I think on your list. Under a very specific set of puritanical circumstances, mm -hmm. I could thrive. You could thrive. No, I and agree. I, uh, well, I was going to say I like the idea of just like doing work, but I am pretty lazy. I don't like to do work. I think you could get into it, I though. I could get into yeah. it. Like a really set amount of manual labor. Yeah. I could do that. So who is on your literary list? Got Hawthorne uh, on there. Yeah, Hawthorne, obviously. Yeah. Number one. OML. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'd have to... I feel like I haven't... You'd have to look at some pictures. Yeah, I'd have to do some research. Yeah. I mean, Chaucer, Robin? for sure. <laughs> Robin, I'm going to need you to pull up every male author. Pull up uh, sexy photos of male authors. All right. Well, uh, yeah, so where, <laughs> where were we? Oh, Molly's family is sitting apart on the couch. Oh, Whoa. sexiest male authors. Who's this guy? John Grisham, That's it looks John like. John Grisham? Boom. No, that is not John Grisham. Gang, it is John Grisham. Guys, and, uh, uh, boy, there'd be a time to kill that ass. This is blowing my mind. <laughs> How good looking he is? I think that yes. was an unusual picture, though. Look no. at some of these other pictures. Look, he's tan oh. in this one. Guys, do yourself a favor and Google John Grisham. Because... So, this is really just a Google recommending podcast That's at this fine. point. I'm fine with that. So, I get Mona in a bikini and you get John Grisham and Hawthorne. He's Everybody's beautiful. getting something. John Grisham, Man, call me. I didn't realize you liked him so much. Boy, the uh, runaway jury. Well, I didn't know what he looked like. Runaway like jury the, into your pants. I like John Grisham. Yeah. Uh, a Time to Kill. Yeah. Um, hey, guys. Uh, newsflash. Racism is bad. <laughs> He's always hitting us with these hard right. truths. His work is more relevant now than ever. <laughs> it's on um, my anti-racist reading jury, list. The Firm. Yeah. Oh, The Firm, all right. <laughs> Yeah, it's not, all these novels are like one quick click away from a porn title, so it really writes itself. The Chamber. What? The, the Sex the chamber. chamber. one click away from a porn? The Sex Chamber. That's, no. Yeah, that's it. It's done. But that doesn't even make <laughs> Did sense. Did it. I got it. Uh, do you want to talk about the Molly's The only family? one is maybe The Firm. I said The Runaway Jury Into Your Pants. <laughs> Time to kill that, that ass. That doesn't make sense. You can just add into your pants. <laughs> it's like fortune cookies. The runaway jury in bed. <laughs> A time to kill in bed. Uh, all right. Should we return? Christmas with the cranks in bed. I'm sorry. Really cracking myself obviously up. obviously feeling threatened by John Grisham. Really? Uh, by my new boyfriend, John yep, Grisham. Yep, John Grisham, best-selling author, John Grisham. You know Grisham. what? John Grisham and I are going to move to Amish country together. <laughs> it's going to be like for richer or poorer. Which he probably wrote. 
Um, okay, so where were we? We were talking about how Molly is frigid. Okay. She says that she, when she has, and I do remember this, even though you don't have this quote. She says, when I have a boyfriend, I treat him differently than I treat my family. Well, that's good. <laughs> well, good. I mean, hopefully. Yeah, so, um. She asks him to spin Yeah, I actually, I liked that baller move, Yeah, Molly. Yeah, yeah, baller Jason move. Liked it too. Yeah, yeah, he did like that. Yeah, so they, um... He had to walk with his hands in front of his pants (laughs) after she did that. He held a copy of the Scarlet Letter in front of his crotch. Uh, Yeah, okay, so they... She does ask him, um, aren't you afraid you're going to pick someone and down the road be like, I did pick the wrong one. And he's like, no, that would never Um, happen. That's crazy talk. There's no way that that could happen. Crazy talk. Molly also says, I love kissing you and I wish I could do it all day long and every day. Oh, I bet that's what they're doing still. I wonder how much kissing they're doing these days. Uh, minimum, all day long. Minimum. <laughs> One peck good night in the Puritan <laughs> fashion. It turns out that Molly is just as cold and frigid as her family. Very well. <laughs> good night, Chillingworth. Good morning. <laughs> Off to your Japanese mat with you. Okay, Melissa? Yeah, yeah Melissa. Yeah. All right, so it's time to ride uh, first Winston Churchill's old boat, and then uh, Melissa gets to ride Jason. So Winston Churchill is uh, John Lithgow in The Crown? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is his old boat doing in New Zealand, <laughs> and why do Jason and Melissa get to ride I it? don't know. I was going to Google some Churchill quotes to throw them in here, but I didn't get around to it, and I don't know the anything about Churchill. The only thing to fear is fear itself. <laughs> is that... Uh, the, uh, who's the old woman, the old contestant? Ask not what you can do for your country. <laughs> Speak softly and carry a big stick. It's yeah, huge. these are all... This boat is so huge. So huge. <laughs> it's Ooh, the best. Trump has really gotten bad. Well, well, let's hear it. It's the best boat. It's the best. I rented this boat from Winston Churchill. <laughs> he gave it to me because he stayed at Mar del Lago. <laughs> we went out for a round of golf. I don't want to brag, but I crushed him. <laughs> Winston Churchill, nobody knew who he was until I made him very, very famous. Very famous. He can't he can't golf. I don't I don't want to mention it, but there it is. It's the truth. I don't know. I don't have it. Alright, alright. Well let's get to uh what's going on with Melissa and the gang. Melissa and Jason here. Yeah, they're out on Melissa Wins- and the gang. Yeah. <laughs> so those are her breasts, I'm assuming. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the whole gang. Melissa here. and the gang. This is Tammy One and this is Tammy Two. <laughs> um yeah, they're out on Winston Churchill's boat, then they go to some hot pools. Yeah, right. Really cool hot pools. Um, Jace, today was the most romantic date Jason and I have ever had, Melissa says. Though they talk a lot about uh, not meeting her parents. And you know it's bad. Yes, yeah, so Jillian's, Jason's big hang-up with Jillian is that she's in friend territory. Mm-hmm. She's been friend-zoned. Yeah. His hang-up with uh, Molly seems to be just that she still has a little bit of a wall up. Uh-huh. And with Melissa, it's the parent It's thing. the meet-the-parents issue. So you know it's bad because Melissa says, is it a big deal? And Jason repeats the question back. And that's how yes. you know it's a big deal. I thought he was, because he's like, I'm not going to say it's not a big deal. Right. And he sets it up for it to sound like there's going to be like a, but I understand. Yeah. But then he just like stops talking. Right. And that's it. 
Yeah, so he doesn't... Uh, though he does he does the recovery where he's like, but I got to meet your friends. I didn't get to meet anybody else's friends. And they were so cool. They were just hilarious and crazy. <laughs> Sometimes they get Thai food on a Wednesday night. <laughs> Dallas always been crazy. <laughs> Whoa, slow down, Dallas. <laughs> People are really living fast and loose in the big D. Um, yeah, Melissa, in turn, is pretty nervous about that. Like, I think she can mm-hmm. sense that Jason is still a little hung up on it, and it's like a it's like a round robin, round and round we go. <laughs> Roll we'll back and forth it's between a, these this meeting of the minds. It's a vicious cycle. <laughs> Uh, I eat because I'm unhappy. And I'm unhappy because I eat. Um, all right. I eat because I'm unhappy. And I'm unhappy because I eat. It's a vicious cycle. If you'll excuse me, there's someone I have to get in touch with and forgive. Myself. So... I thought that he seemed the least, like, close to Melissa of the three women in this episode. I agree. And yet he ends up choosing her, for a while at least. Um, you... I think it's really clear. I, If I had to guess, mm-hmm. I think that what happens in the next episode, and I kind of remember this, is that Melissa is probably the most maternal out of all yeah. of these women, and that's why he ends up. Picking her, I think she probably shines next week when they get to meet Ty. Right. Because there's that scene we saw even in the preview where he's like, this is my friend Molly. Do you want to say hello? And he's like, no. (laughs) Fuck you. She's not wearing orange. (laughs) You're my best friend. She's too pretty. It hurts my eyes. (laughs) She's really pretty in a striking way. I feel threatened by her striking beauty. Um, but that's, I think Melissa probably gets the edge Yeah. with that. And also, let's be fair, like, Jason is not a risk taker. He yeah. seems to want someone safe. Like, he's threatened by Jillian. Mm-hmm. She pays for it. Yep. Um, so when you watch the show, to me, it seems clear that Molly is the right choice. Right. They seem yep. to enjoy each other the most. Right. But I get why. It's, it's very predictable and... I can see why he chose. Yeah, Melissa. it is. It is kind of nice to watch this in retrospect to see this whole disaster unfold and like how a bad decision gets made. Um, and yeah, like they even they're still married. Like they're one of the few bachelor couples that's actually oh, yeah. still I mean, married. Like they have so a kid of their own. Yeah, they this isn't Peter with Madison, and then with, you know with Hannah Ann, and then Madison. You know, it's right. like this. He seems like he actually has a connection, but he just for whatever reason didn't realize that. I saw an interview when I was Googling around. I think um, he did realize that he was just He was scared. too scared. He wouldn't admit it to himself. I do. I think yeah. that. Yeah. I like your, uh, once again, you have astute analysis, even without notes in front of you. I don't need You're notes. a shrewd uh, observer of no the human notes. character. <laughs> of the human condition. Batches. We don't need no stinking patches. <laughs> it's badges. In... True Beverly Hills. Oh, wait, oh I see. So it's a parody. I see. My goodness. it's uh, There's such a layers to this yeah. thing. I don't really have that much written down about Melissa. So uh, Melissa and Molly get the roses. And uh, Jason pulls Jillian aside and says, 
you deserve someone who can keep up with you because I don't think I can. And I have in my notes, like, what did we miss here? Like, I feel like we missed a conversation or something. Wild Canadian energy. <laughs> wild Canadian intercourse. He really, she really rode him like a Zamboni. Um, yeah, so uh, she says that when you're 90 years old, you're going to want to be with your best friend. And his response basically seems to be, yeah, but I want to fuck a lot first. Well, I thought it was funny because he gives Melissa the first rose. Like, he didn't even... I would have thought that Molly yeah. was the lock. Yeah. But, damn. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then Jillian tries to prove that she's super boring by talking about a dream she had where she and Ty and Jason took a nap on the couch. But Ugh. it's too late. Come on, Jillian. Have some pride. <laughs> right. Have some pride. Get out of there. All right. Well, um, you got anything else to say about this? We're closing nope, it up a little early. I don't have notes. Yeah, even though we've devoted at least 10 minutes of this podcast to uh, recapping this actual episode. Guys, send me some computer knowledge. Computer tips. On uh, how to recover an unsaved document. <laughs> also, from quite a while ago, by I have the time a we get MacBook this. Pro, and I'm using Microsoft Word. What, the most recent? <laughs> my, my password is yeah. <laughs> my social security number. My social security number, number is 448. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. And then, oh, I do have uh, one I have completely fallen in love with you. And Jason says, I know. He pulls a fucking Han Solo move right there. You're not going to appreciate that. But two or three of our listeners, I will. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.